This episode is brought to you by the Cambridge Norwich Tech Corridor, which is home to the people and businesses tackling the grand challenges facing humanity and shaping the future of food, energy, medicine and mobility. Linking two of the UK's powerhouse cities, it is one of Europe's most exciting growth stories. They aim to improve the health as well as the wealth of this unique region by bringing together businesses and political leaders to amplify the region's existing collective strengths and create a place where people and businesses can thrive. To learn more, visit techcorridor.co.uk. Welcome to Inside the Bradfield Centre. I'm James Parton, the Managing Director of the Bradfield Centre. And I'm Adelina Chalmers. I'm known as the Geek Whisperer. Today we'll be talking to founder of Kickstart Coffee, Hannah Nunn. So I'm really looking forward to this episode. This is a fantastic story. So looking forward to talking to Hannah, who we'll introduce in a second. And Hannah isn't a Bradfield Centre member, but it'll all make sense as you listen to the interview. So joining us in today's episode is Hannah Nunn, founder of Kickstart Coffee. Thanks, Hannah, for taking the time to come and chat to us. Thank you for having me. Lovely meeting you, Hannah. Tell us a bit more about what is Kickstart Coffee? So Kickstart Coffee is a non-profit coffee company where all the profits that we make from sales are sent back to a school in Uganda that we support that houses 120 orphaned and disadvantaged children. Fantastic. I mean, how did you come up with the original idea? Have you got a background in the industry? Um, I have no background in food or drink whatsoever. Um, Only started drinking coffee two years ago. Um, But I've been supporting this school for nearly 18 years now, when I first went as a student nurse, um, when I visited Uganda. And about two years ago, I was walking around a craft market in Kampala in Uganda, found a beautiful bag of coffee in a fabric bag and instantly said, I'm going to set up a coffee company. So that's how it started. (laughs) For a non-coffee drinker, that's a a bit of a leap of faith. Non-coffee drinker, but my husband loves coffee. Right. So it was it was actually a wedding anniversary gift. Okay. And then I said to him, I'd like to set up a coffee company. Doing fundraising for the last 18 years is is quite hard work, trying to find new ways, new fundraising. So I thought that setting up a coffee company would be a sustainable income for the school and the children. And why coffee and not something else? I mean, I know this this particular bag of coffee sounds like it was very special. uh, And it sounds like your husband probably will have enjoyed uh, the coffee that came out of it. But why coffee in particular? Tell us a bit more about how this all ties in with the school and the fundraising. It's really interesting. So um, Uganda isn't known for its coffee. However, it does grow beautiful coffee. Um, And during that trip, I had this vision and aim to find a coffee grower so we were only there two weeks so I rang around a few people um, and was put in touch with a with a farmer on Mount Elgon contacted him within two days 20 kilos arrived I brought the coffee back to Cambridge this was 2019 shared it with my uh, nursing colleagues um, and we sold 20 kilos in two weeks and that's really was what made me go I need to do this 
So, so you know, on the podcast, we, we, we talk to entrepreneurs all the time. Some of them are Bradfield Centre members, but not everyone is. So, you know, when you're when you don't have a background in the industry and you've never run a, a company before, what, what was the kind of thought process of going through having that kind of blank sheet of paper and figuring out, you know, what do you, what do you do first? You know, how do you take care of the finances and all those kinds of things? You know, it must have felt pretty overwhelming. I mean, it was a massive blank piece of paper. Yeah in a pandemic being a nurse. So you can imagine, I was thinking, how on earth am I going to do this? <laughs> um, yeah, all that spare time that it just gives you yeah. during a pandemic, yeah. Um, I knew that the product was good. Um, and once I knew that I had the coffee, it was then about looking at branding, coming up with a name, packaging. Um, I would like it to be eco, sustainable packaging. Um, and... The main thing really was to think a name um, and Kickstart Coffee came from, we put it out on social media for people to kind of decide or give us some opinions. Right. And Kickstart Coffee just really stood out for me. Kickstart, I know, is used quite a lot, um, but Kickstart for me, for the children, is giving them a kickstart in life. Mm. And, it, and it just fits so well. And also the teachers to really support them. Um, fund their salaries to give them a life as well so I think finding a brand logo um, I use a graphic designer in Uganda so really important for me to give back to Uganda as much as I can so I've got someone called Francesco who does everything for me right. all my imaging colors logo um, and then it was about finding a packaging, finding a roaster in Cambridge, because I'm not a roaster. I have no idea. I've learned a lot in a year. Um, so Coffee World kindly roast for me, um, and they've really supported me. So thank you to them. Um, but the blank bit of paper fills up quite quickly, mm. to be honest, when you kind of go, this is what I need. I need to do a website. I've never built a website, but I did it myself. Um, looking at pricing, looking at your profit margin, how can you squeeze those profits down, making sure that you're not taking from the farmers, mm. that you are having enough profit for the children. Um, so again, my husband has been amazing. He's a entrepreneur, businessman. Um, so of the Bradfield Centre. Yeah, he is a member <laughs> of the Bradfield Centre. In fact, so, Phil's been on the podcast before. Yeah, so, uh, so he's yeah. he's really been able to kind of guide me and mm -hmm. keep me on track. I think it's quite easy to um, go, oh, what, what about this? Should I do this and that? And he's like, no, keep focused. This is what you need to do. This is the coffee. Um, and then bringing in um, a different blend. So we've now got two um, two different blends for Kickstart Coffee. Um, so it's about growing it from here and how do we grow the company really mm. so did you um did you do all of this as kind of like a you know part-time alongside the nursing or did you do at what point did you decide you know what this is so such an opportunity i need to switch careers kind of thing yeah so about in i would say june may june time um i thought to myself actually this is taking quite a lot of my time and it was about what gives me energy so what gives me the most energy I've been working in the NHS for 20 years very different type of of working and for me it was just um, taking a risk and saying actually I want a new challenge I want to mm. learn I want to learn how to work for myself if I don't send an email I'm not going to get an email back mm. Um, believe me, you walk into the hospital, I have 200 waiting for me. So um, it was about kind of a change of direction in life, really. Mm. 
So you stopped ner- doing nursing work now from June this year? So I left only six weeks ago, full time, but I can still go back and maintain my registration. I'm also going to be working at the university as well. Ah, so what will you be doing at the university? Teaching the future students of Cambridge. Nursing. <laughs> yeah. Rather wow. than coffee making. No, nursing. <laughs> Sounds like you've got lots of spare time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so was it always going to be like a not-for-profit endeavour? Because I guess, you know, with your 18 years of working with the school already, it was always going to be a not-for-profit from day one. Always, always. Yeah. yeah. And we've set the company up for, it's a community interest company. Um, but, you know, I've got no desire to make money from Kickstart Coffee. If we can support 120 1,200, 12,000 children, if not more, would be, you know, would be the dream. But it, for me, it's not about money for myself. And I'm in a privileged position, you know, with Phil, that I can do this full time and not have to work full time. Return to the office with confidence. At the Bradfield Centre, we offer a range of flexible membership packages which put you in control of your office and homeworking mix. We have a range of high-quality meeting and collaboration spaces for hire. And for event organisers, our auditorium, lakeside pavilion and atrium spaces are all back to full capacity and dates are filling up fast. If you are looking to run an event, get in touch to discuss requirements including live video recording and live video streaming options. Visit bradfieldcentre.com for more information or call 01223 919 600. So tell us a bit more about the school that you're supporting and the funding you'll be getting from selling all this amazing coffee. What, what will you be spending the money on? So last month, for example, our profit was £700 um, total, which after I think mm, we're nearly at a year of, um, of running the company and that paid for two teacher salaries, paying for the children to have weekly fruit, food deliveries. We pay for health. So if any child needs to go to hospital for an appointment, then we would pay for that. We funded a little boy having a heart, major heart operation, and that was in May. He never would have been able to have that operation without, without us supporting him. We plant fruit trees. Um, the school is self-sufficient with their food growing, um, so we um, have supplied seeds and for them to grow their own food and also just just supporting whatever they need it's uh, what's really important is that I don't dictate where money goes um I've got a lady who's the director of the school Agnes and she will say actually Hannah we need money for this I would never go in there and that's I've learned that over 18 years you know it's of yes I can support but we'll never direct where it goes Hmm. Mm. has um you know as the uh, as the pandemic affected disrupted your ability to get over there or you know the supply of beans and stuff like that must have been pretty challenging I I think the saddest thing is that I haven't been there since November 19 Mm. um and the what's happening in Uganda is quite sad the children haven't been at school for 18 months although because this is a school, we are able to keep up education by mm. paying teachers. So our children are actually quite privileged in the sense that they are getting that education. Um, but COVID in a third world country, you know, they've got no access to vaccines. Um, there is no end in sight to how long lockdowns will happen. And it's pretty dire, to be honest. So they're locked down but don't have the vaccine op- uh, option? I think they've had 3% right. of adults vaccinated. So 
not great. So how are you able to get the coffee into the UK from, from Uganda at the moment, considering all the madness that's going on to tra- with travelling and import and all yeah, that? Yeah, so importing has actually been, once I learnt how to do it, um, when um, the first beans arrived in August last year, I thought you collected them from Heathrow Terminal. And it was only when Phil said to me, Hannah, you can't just go and collect coffee beans (laughs) on the baggage carousel I I had no idea that I thought okay this is like going to be a bit more complicated so then I've become an importer and an exporter and you know learnt all that so I have a ton arriving um, on the 20th so it will leave Entebbe um, and then I'll get it within three to four days Production in Uganda has been slower because of the pandemic, but thankfully I've ordered, I'm on my last 60 kilo bag, so um, it will arrive on the 20th. So yeah, it hasn't been a problem. Amazing. And how are you selling it at the moment? How are you distributing it to people? How's that going? That's really interesting. So we um, have a website that we sell um, to customers in, well, throughout the UK and in Cambridge. Um, We're developing a tub where you someone in Cambridge buys a tub we deliver it to their home we collect the empty and refill looking at like an eco-sustainable from a b2b perspective so Breville Centre have kindly taken on the coffee um, which has been incredible because the profit from that is paying for teacher salaries every month I mean it's it's amazing so for me it's looking at other business centres business opportunities where I can sell larger quantities which will then give me a larger profit so, but I'm always looking at ways. I'd like hotels and cafes and, you know, but I'm taking it a step at a time. Sounds fantastic. It's so, and, and James, can you tell the difference between this coffee and the other coffee you had before? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's proving to be really popular. I don't, uh, are you getting really good feedback from, from Bradfield members? Yes. Um, I haven't gone round and asked everyone, yeah. <laughs> how is the coffee? Um, but I know that it's a good product. I mm. mean, I... I'm a bit addicted to it now, but it's chocolatey. It's it's really like tasty flavour, isn't it? Um, but the feedback from everybody else has been incredible, um, and I have repeat subscribers who who buy it monthly or weekly, even. So I think if you have a good product, yeah, mm. and it's doing good, mm. it's a win-win situation, isn't it? Mm. And we've got the posters up by the machines just to tell the story of, you know, the people that benefit from it as well. Yeah. So, so I think it's a great thing. Um, I mean, you've touched on some of this already, but, you know, when you think about how you're going to grow the business, you've, you've kind of touched on new blends. So I guess, you know, some new product innovation and talked about some new kind of opportunities to sell it in other locations, new yeah. channels to market. You know, what's your kind of ambition or, you know, what what's your plan to scale the business over the next, I don't know, say a year or so? So I think keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that doors will open. Um, I'm hoping that my confidence will grow as I kind of go into businesses and it's a brand new field for me, you know, Mm. give me a, um, you know, an unwell child and I'll thrive, Mm. but this is so new. So I think this year is about consolidating what I've learned in the last year and really kind of each bag sold, each tub sold is amazing and I see that as a bonus every time. So yeah. I think I think it will be consolidating and gaining confidence. 
Mm. Um, and you know, if I can get a few more, you know, big deals, then that would be incredible for me. And it's probably a timing thing as well, isn't it? Because you know, now um, we're seeing a lot more people returning into the centre, so naturally the usage of the coffee and stuff is all going to accelerate from this point onwards. So yeah. you know, I think it's a great time to be out there telling the story. Yeah, and just walking around Bradford Centre before we started, and I could hear the machines whirring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, so. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really good. We should probably do something like calculate, you know, how many cups of coffee it takes to fund a teacher to well, get some th- kind of competition going. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was wondering, you know, like one tub, I don't know how many kilos of coffee it is, but what does one tub give you, you know, in terms of funding things at the school and, and what's the smallest package of coffee you sell and what does that do what does that give you yeah so a 250 gram bag um the profit is about three pounds a kilo bag profit is um you're looking at nine pounds so from a website perspective seven bags of one kilo pays for a teacher so a teacher's salary is 70 pounds a month right for example Mm -hmm. so for the bradfield center that could be you know as it gets better you know quantities go up you're looking at potentially four or five teachers a month for me supporting the teachers is actually a really key part of this and I never knew it to be honest I thought it's all about the children 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 but actually if we don't support the the teachers if we don't value them if we don't pay them well Mm. then they're not going to teach the children well so for me it's valuing that that teachers it's a bit like in the UK you know Mm. we should be valuing our teachers um then actually the children will benefit Mm. tenfold yeah so my focus at the moment there's 11 teachers at the school is to get them on salary so Mm. every month we've had one teacher called Andrew so Andrew and Joshua are 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 being paid monthly completely they hadn't been paid for a year so they'd be going to school every day teaching the children every day but not getting any money for it and you know it's just it's not okay so so that's my aim really is and that's my focus so whenever I sell a bag it goes okay that's 10% of the salary okay what can we do to get the next Mm. 10% Mm. well we should stay close so we can like update the members on you know how how the the profits have been used so yeah they can understand the impact so what I've developed I've got it with me actually is um a newsletter Mm -hmm. so the newsletter is the first one and it's going to set I think every three months that we can give round to the members of the Bradford Centre to say, this is where your money has gone, this is what it's used for. Perfect. And also just a few kind of pictures of the children and what the school looks like. Mm. And I think it makes it real. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just wondering, what are the biggest challenges at the moment? You know, what, what can people do to help you accelerate your um, growth? Um, so Bradfield Centre members can order the coffee for use at home. Um, through the website website, and there's a free pickup here so Mm. phil can bring boxes in and and it can be um, collected from here that really is the number would be incredible because once you try a bag i think you'll enjoy it and then you'll buy more Um, and that really is where we're going to be able to get the profits up yeah, such a great story, and mm. uh, you know, you know, congratulations! Thank you. Uh, it's fa- fantastic, and uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, the podcast, along with everything else you're doing, gives you a bit more visibility, and you know, people yeah. will get in touch. Yeah, thank you so much. If anybody wants a fantastic cup of Ugandan coffee, <laughs> I think they should yeah. go to kickstartcoffee.org and uh, really order a bag from Hannah because it sounds like they'll be addicted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Oh, 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 oh,
show was produced by Cole Homer of Cambridge TV, and you can listen to previous episodes by searching for Inside the Bradfield Centre on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Amazon Music, or by visiting bradfieldcentre.com. If you have a couple of spare seconds, please give us a five-star review. It'll really help other people discover the show. Music